Welcome back to Home Design Chat with Nancy. If you're remodeling or building a new home, you don't want to miss these podcasts. We share information about every component of your home. You'll learn about tile, appliances, cabinets, flooring. Yes, we have it all. Well, today we're doing Season 5, Episode 29. And today is um, kind of a funny podcast in that hopefully you'll learn a lot about organizing, but my guest is my IT guy who does all of my podcast uh, backroom stuff, Chris Diamond. Hey, Chris, welcome. Hey, how you doing, Nancy? I don't know if we want to mention this, but we we were thinking, well, we should do a podcast about organizing your kitchen. And Chris reached out and said, I need help with my kitchen. So that's what we're going to talk about. I'm going to try to help Chris organize his kitchen on this podcast. May or may not work. We'll know in a couple of weeks when Chris does his magic. Right, Chris? Yep. (laughs) You did send me the pictures of the before. I'm anxious to see the after, after you do everything. Yeah, okay. (laughs) Yeah, right. So we all know that an organized kitchen is essential. Um, it keeps you from overbuying. I know when people can't find something in their kitchen, they just go out and buy it again. You know, you might lose a lot of stuff like all the lids to your Tupperware, and then you probably start all over, but you hate to get rid of the old Tupperware. Um, Or maybe sometimes things fall behind something and you can't find it. So it's hard to keep everything neat, but if you're organized and you go by some of these hints I'm going to give you, it'll work, right? I I hope so, because we need help big time. You've seen my kitchen. I have. And we should mention that you are the cook in the family. I am. So you have to organize your kitchen so that it makes unloading the the groceries, cooking, and cleaning up fun and very satisfying. Do you feel that way now? Well, unloading the groceries is not such a big issue for me. Um, I will say that one of the big problems we have is that we have a lot of stuff, and that includes food. So the only problem I have when unloading the groceries is where to put the stuff, because we have two refrigerators, one in the kitchen, one in the garage, as many Arizonans do, and... The freezer section of both is is completely full. And I tell so, my wife, don't buy any more freezer stuff. We don't have room for it. And she says, well, look at they had, you know, brats are on sale, five for $8. Now, I understand we all fall into that, especially since the prices are high. I myself will see a sale and you know that the following week the price is going to almost double, which I've seen it do. And so you tend to want to stock up on the sale items. But then when you have a problem putting it away, it's very frustrating because you sit there going, where am I going to put all this stuff? So this is how we're going to start, okay? The first thing you got to do, and you're probably going to moan and groan about it, but the first thing you've got to do is empty all your cabinets. Put all the stuff on the table or the island or the countertop, but you've got to get everything empty and start from scratch, right? Are you willing to do that? Yeah, unfortunately, our refrigerator broke down, I don't know, about a month and a half ago. So we actually were forced to do that, to empty it completely, so the guy could fix it. And we did get rid of a lot of food that was expired and right. or stuff that, right. you know, we don't need. What happens a lot is my wife will buy, she'll see something that looks good, like 
a sauce. And she'll buy a bottle of the sauce and I'll use it once to cook, you know, some chicken. Then I got three quarters of a bottle of a sauce that we'll never use again. So we have a lot of those. Well, so you've already done the exercise of emptying out your refrigerator or your freezer, whatever it was. So, you know, it's not fun, but you got to do it and you'll see what happens. So once you empty out all of your cabinets, we're talking about the base cabinets, the wall cabinets, the drawers. Okay, mm-hmm. then that's a good time to just take that damp cloth, little soapy water, and go through all of your cabinets and wash everything. You know, that's not something that typically people do every week. So you'll notice that especially be in the back of the shelf, there'll be dust accumulating or whatever, and you might find stuff by doing this that you haven't seen in a long time. But there again, if you haven't used it, it's uh, time to get rid of it. So this is what we're going to start with. You throw away anything that's broken or anything that you haven't used in six months. I know it's painful, Chris, but you're going to have to do it. Suck up. See, and I don't mind doing that. It's talking my wife into doing that. No, you have to do it. Send her away for a week on a vacation, and you're going to do it. And you know those mugs that everybody has, and sometimes there's a little chip in it, and you go, yeah, okay, but I don't want to throw it out. Well, actually, I've used broken mugs to put a bunch of pencils in in my office. So if they're cute mugs, you don't really want to use it for company. There's a chip on it, especially around the lip, but you could use it either for a plant or for pencils so you can repurpose that. Oh, Um, so that's where that mug I sent you went, huh? No, actually, I like that mug. I've been using it. Um, and, you know, you have to donate a lot of stuff. I have a bowl I took out of my cabinet. I haven't used it in ages. And I thought, I know why I don't use it. I hate this bowl. I don't like it. I don't like the color. It's the wrong size. So I have it in a box for goodwill. And that's what you have to do, whether you donate to whatever. Um, you just do it. Because then you got to say, somebody will get use out of this item. But I haven't. So just get rid of it. Well, I'll give you a tip or the listeners a tip um, because we always say we're going to donate to Goodwill. So what I do is I call the Goodwill or go online and they have a a service where they'll come pick up your stuff. So I'll set a date and that forces me to get all my Goodwill stuff together by that date so I can put it out front and they'll come pick it up. You know, I used to do that when I didn't have time. I have a little more time than I, well... I don't know how, but I have more time. If I open my cabinet and there's something that I don't like, like there were two glasses in the cabinet that are very thick and heavy. We've had them for 20 years. I never use them. So I have a little box that I just put stuff in as I go along. And then when it gets full, I just bring it to goodwill because it's too small for them to pick up. But that's a good idea, Chris. Force Being forced to do this will make you get it done. You know, another thing, pots and pans, this is going to sound weird for everybody out there. I have the same set of pots that I got when I got married. They're in perfect condition. I use them all the time, and they're 54 years old. Now, I don't want to get more pots because then i got to figure out where to put them. But I noticed that people, because let's face it, when I design kitchens, I have to look in their cabinets to see what they have. There are people who have pots and pans that they haven't used ever. But they'll go to the store, oh, this is a good deal, oh, this is nice, I need this. The, the rule is you buy a pot, you get rid of a pot. 
so that you don't keep accumulating. That actually pertains to shoes. If you buy a pair of shoes, get rid of the old pair of shoes. But we can do that with pots too. So if you're not ready to get rid of any of this stuff and you have some attachment to it, put them in a box, put them in the garage or the basement or whatever you have, label the box with the date, and if you haven't touched anything in six months, don't even look at the box again. Just get rid of it. Another yeah, thing you're gonna idea. have to yeah, you're gonna have to force yourself to do that, right? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so now all your cabinets are empty and all your stuff is just all over the place. I bet you're ready to work on this one. What you uh, have looks, to do that looks is, like my kitchen now. What'd you say? That looks like my kitchen now. Yeah, right. There's stuff everywhere. <laughs> so now you're gonna mentally plan where everything's gonna go. So before you do anything, you're okay, let me put all my dishes near each other and that's going to go in this cabinet and you do the same with the food and the same with your pots and pans your items so you have an idea of where everything's going to go so when organizing your dishes in your cabinets group put the heavier ones on the bottom and stack them gradually going up it's nice if you have the space to put the dinner dishes in one pile and then the dessert dishes in another so you don't stack them. But very few people have that much room. Unless, of course, you purge and you can live with one or two sets of china, which I have done. I, I only have my good set that I use once a year. I can't get rid of that. <laughs> and then my everyday set. And I don't have a lot of people come over, so I have service for six. Now, if I need more, I just go to my good china. But why keep buying china and dishes and all this other stuff? You don't need it. So your glasses are lighter, so they could be put on a heavier on a upper shelf. So your heavier stuff goes in the first shelf, and then you put your glasses. Now, in my case, I can't do that because I can't reach my second shelf. But we all know, in listening to my podcast, that I am more of a petite-type person. So I have to do things at my eye level and where I can reach. Okay, any questions so far? No, no, I'm writing this all down. Okay. Well, nobody likes to unload the dishwasher. I think that's one of the worst jobs. So what you want to do is put everything that you use all the time by the dishwasher. So if you use certain dishes for dinner or for breakfast, you want to store them in a cabinet right by the dishwasher. Same with the glasses. Now, I know what your kitchen looks like. You don't have any upper cabinets by your dishwasher. So you're going to have to just use, say, the first cabinet by the sink to the left of the sink. Um, there are most people have more cabinets, more upper cabinets than you. But that's a good idea because if you can stand at that dishwasher and empty it out without running all over the kitchen, then you've done a good job. Then it doesn't make it so painful to empty. And then you want to store all of your same bowls together, your cups. These are the ones that you use. So, so far I'm making this real easy, right? Yeah. Right? <laughs> We well, I'm not have. in your kitchen, but I mean, I do this all the time with people because when I design a kitchen, I have opened up their cabinets and and I see where they're putting everything. And a lot of people just shove it, especially if they've teenagers, they just shove it in the cabinets. They don't pile up. They don't organize. They don't put all the same size pots or dishes together. It's all over the place. It's whatever can go in the cabinet, food, dishes, all in the same cabinet. These uh, kids don't care, right? 
yeah, they're. My kid is not especially good at putting away, emptying the dishwasher and putting stuff where it's supposed to yeah. go. Yeah, there's there's no way. I was impressed, and I will give you a little side note. I used to babysit for this woman who was extremely organized, and I noticed that she had all of her glasses same size lined up. So she'd have the juice glasses, the regular glasses. In our house, when I was young, nothing was lined up. So I took that from her idea from for me, and I organized my glasses by size. And if there's an odd man out, goes to Goodwill. And every once in a while, I think you should treat yourself and get new glasses. They're cheap enough. Yeah, we don't even, you know, we don't even use... My wife has one glass. It's a acrylic um, tumbler that's pretty big that she uses every day when we have dinner. And I have a, probably two or three acrylic tumblers that I use every day. So we have a bunch of glasses in our cover, but nobody ever uses them. Well, that's why you want to put them away from the dishwasher. If they're never used, put them on a high shelf, and then when you have company, you can bring them down. Yeah, that makes good sense. Yeah. Um, listen, Chris, you know, you might get some good ideas here. I want to talk about Studio 41. They're very organized. They have showrooms in Illinois, 13 of them, and they have one in Scottsdale. And I say every week that they are, the one in Scottsdale, they are my source for my plumbing supplies, uh, my cabinet hardware. They have the best selection of cabinet hardware I'd ever use, I've ever seen. And I also get Oh, my shower doors, mirrors. Um, they've got just everything you can imagine. Now, that's the Scottsdale one. The 13 or the 15 in Illinois also have um, windows. And we don't have the windows in Scottsdale, but, you know, I can live with that. But they are terrific at um, their showrooms are great. You can go online and see them. They have great salespeople. They will help you with everything you can think of. And it's almost a one-stop shop when you're remodeling your kitchen. They also have cabinetry. So you can visit them at shopstudio41.com. That's shopstudio41.com. Okay, back to your kitchen, Chris. So before you buy any of these little uh, organizing gadgets, and you have to know what's out there before you buy them. The worst thing you can do is go to the container store or the organizing store or get online. You order all this stuff, and you didn't measure to see where you're going to go. And you don't know how you're going to use them, but you think, hey, they're pretty, they're practical, they will organize me. They won't. You organize you. So there are such things, and these are the things I'm going to go through that I put in kitchens all the time. Tray dividers. That makes you vertically store cookie sheets. Um, I have my griddle vertically stored, uh, pizza pans, um, open grill, anything. Anything that is skinny and flat, I store vertically. Then you pull one out. You don't have to pull it from the bottom. So these are important. Now, I've looked at people's kitchens, and they have so much stuff that I can store vertically that I have put in 24-inch wide cabinets with uh, vertical storage. So don't be shy about that. Uh, pull out shelves at the base cabinets. As we get older, we don't want to get on our hands and knees and find out what's back there, what slipped back there, what we threw back there. So by having full extension pull-out shelves, it makes life easier and also fun to put the stuff away. You open the doors, or large drawers can do the same thing. So you open them up. You can actually see what you have. You don't have to bend down. 
Utensil dividers, really good. They come in every size you can think of. Uh, you can get them online. And when you have a little section for all your spoons and your forks and your knives and you keep that organized, it's easy to put everything away. And also, when you need a fork, you're not fighting with the other utensils. Pull-out trash. Now, if you have a kitchen that you don't have a pull-out trash, but you can retrofit it, you can go on to, well, there's certain things. Um, Amazon sells this, but the uh, supplier is revashelf.com. That's R-E-V-A-S-H-E-L-F.com. And they have pull-out trash. So you can actually put a double-wide uh, or a double trash into a cabinet that's 18 inches wide or 15 inches. They even have ones for 12 inches. But that eliminates the trash in the kitchen on the floor where I don't care how pretty it looks. You do your kitchen over and you have that trash. I don't want to see it. I never do a kitchen where I can say, yeah, put your trash in that container and put it in the corner. No, no, no. And you put that trash, pull-out trash unit by the dishwasher, by the sink. And if you have two sinks in your kitchen, one at each sink. That's where you usually uh, accumulate your trash. Uh, your spices can be stored in drawers. They have stair-step inserts. Uh, you can cut to fit, and you can put your little spices in there. Or they have... Um, stair steps for your wall cabinets. You can use that too. And there's many other uh, ideas for spices. And they also have a pull-out storage for cleaning supplies under your sink. And it's cut out so that you, it doesn't get in the way of your P-trap. Okay. Uh, you can get baskets with labels. You have to add the labels. But pretty baskets always make your completed kitchen pretty, aesthetically pretty. Uh, small Lazy Susans that you can put on a shelf and put your spices on there. I'm not a, a fan of that because anything circular in a rectangular space wastes a lot of space. And then clear storage containers, because unless you have a great memory, anything you put into a basket, you're going to forget, unless you have a label there, what's in there. But when you use clear containers, you know what's in there. Okay, Chris, I'm doing all the talking. Do you have any questions so far? Not so far. I'm listening, like I said, taking notes. Okay. So when you go into a kitchen, or when I do, and I see a clutter on the counter, a cluttered counter is a messy, unorganized cook. Um, there's nothing worse than not having space to work. And you know, they'll say, okay, put your utensils in a jar on the counter, you know, your, uh, your spatulas, et cetera. I used to do that. Well, that's another um, space that you're using on your counter, and that adds clutter. So some people like that. I did away with that a long time ago. Um, let's see, what else do we have here? So um, let's see, store everything at eye level. That's always a um, necessity. Because if you need something and it's at the bottom of your base or the upper shelf, you're not going to use it. So everything you use all the time has to be on that first or second shelf of your upper cabinets. Put your cubs and your mugs by your coffee maker. Don't put them across the room because it'll make it convenient and more functional. Also, your bread by your toaster. Um, if you have anything that you use whether it's English muffins or whatever, put them by the toaster. Now, when I say put them by the toaster, that doesn't mean leave them on the counter. It means put them in a cabinet. 
Now, in your case, Chris, you can put them in the pantry, which I'll get to in a minute. What about making like a putting a basket on the counter and then throwing all our bread goods in there? Well, you know, that's really nice if you can live with one basket. But in your case, I know you, you'll probably have five baskets. And <laughs> that actually adds to the clutter. If you can stand back after you organize your kitchen and you can say, wow, this kitchen looks so much bigger and uncluttered because I don't have a lot of stuff on the counter. So what I say is put minimal stuff on the counter. Now, I do, uh, you know those big apothecary jars with the cork top? You know, mm -hmm. They're cute. You can see through them. That's cute if you put, say, all your energy bars in there. But don't have three jars with all sorts of stuff. One is good. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, so your, all of your cereals, um, maybe, well, you only have one child. But if you had little kids, you want to put your cereals and the bowls there. So in the morning, if they're big enough, they can get their cereal and the bowls. They can take care of themselves. Yeah, my right. one kid, my one 13-year-old is like 5'8 now. So She's she bigger than me. She can probably anything. reach the top shelf of my cabinet for me. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Okay, so when you're organizing and you haven't started yet, but you're thinking about it, creating task stations is really good. So your prep area, in other words, say you prep by the stove, well then don't put the cutting board you need across the room. You wanna have a drawer with all of your utensils that you use for prepping, your cutting knives, your butcher knives or whatever, your cutting board. Um, then you wanna have a bake area, so when your wife bakes, because I don't think you do, you want to have your measuring cups, your baking powder, your baking pans, and you can put that in an area by your KitchenAid mixer. Don't put it on the counter, but that you can put in baskets and put in the upper cabinet. So then when you're ready to bake, you just pull your basket out and you have all your utensils, your um, baking soda, baking powder, uh, your flavors, you know, all sorts of stuff. And, and I do that too. Uh, let's see. So what else do we have? Oh, yeah, your coffee area. You want to have your mugs in the upper cabinet by your coffee machine or your Keurig or whatever. And maybe you want to have your creamer, uh, the sugar there. I don't know if you use cream and sugar, but why run all over the kitchen to get the sugar? And even if you don't use sugar and creamer, if you have somebody come over and you offer them coffee, be very efficient and have that stuff in the cabinet. If you don't use that, put it on the second or third shelf of that wall cabinet. Got it? Got it. Your cutlery and your dishes should be near the sink. Your spices and your cooking implements should be by the cooking area, your prep area. Um, your spatulas, you know, and that's another thing. <laughs> I used to tell people, you have a cooking area and you have a prep area. So if you use a spatula, how much is a spatula? Buy two of them, one for your cooking area, one for your uh, baking area. There's no problem. I don't think there's a problem with that. So double up on things when necessary, but keep it down on frying pans. You don't need seven frying pans. You don't need seven big pots. So Yeah, we have a whole stack of frying pans, and I think we there's two that we use all the time. Okay. The rest we hardly ever use. So you have to have a place for everything and everything in its place. And I think probably the most important thing is purging. You have to get rid of stuff. Because when you do that, 
you will find that you have a lot more space. When I remodel a kitchen and they start purging because they empty out their cabinets, they get rid of stuff, they find stuff that they never had any intention of using. I've had people say, great, now all my cabinets are empty and I've got to go buy more stuff. Don't do that, Chris. (laughs) Okay. Um, I find that a lot of people have a lot of different appliances. It's a toaster oven, a toaster, two coffee makers, uh, the bread machine, the air fryer. You can actually do away with a lot of stuff by doubling up by saying, okay, I can use my toaster oven. Actually, you can for air frying. Um, And I use my toaster oven, which is a counter toaster oven. Um, It's actually a toaster oven convection oven. So I use that for baking, broiling, and uh, oh, all sorts of things, toasting, everything. So try not to fall into the, uh, the clutches of those people who advertise, oh, the new appliance for Christmas. And you find that you keep getting these new appliances, and then nobody uses them. They use them the first week of Christmas, and then they put them somewhere, and they never use them. Yeah, right? we, we, have, we have one of those combination toaster oven um, air fryers. Yeah. That was good. It was it allowed me to get rid of my, you toaster. know, my little basket air fryer. And did you get rid of your toaster? Well, we never had a toaster. We always had toaster ovens. Oh, okay. I did see uh, the other day I was at the store and they had a combination microwave uh, air fryer toaster oven. <laughs> like that, that would be really good if I didn't have a microwave mounted over my uh, my stove. That's true. And then when one of those functions doesn't work anymore, then the whole thing usually doesn't work. Well, talking about appliances, Monogram has very smart appliances, and they also have an app to go with it. So if you get the smart appliances, which are ovens, refrigerators, dishwashers, then you can get the smart app, put it on your phone, and control your appliances. If you get the app and you don't have the smart appliances, you are wasting space on your phone. So therefore, they go hand in hand. To learn more about their smart appliances, you can go to monogram.com or you can visit one of the showrooms. And if you do visit a showroom by you with monogram appliances, see if they have working appliances so that the salespeople can actually demonstrate how they work. Great appliances. They also have, by the way, an Advantium oven, which is a microwave speed oven, regular oven, blah, blah, blah. So check into that too. Well, Chris... I think we're done. I think we've covered just about everything. Quickly, do you have any questions? You've given me a lot of stuff to to do. (laughs) I know. But it's simple. But I do this every day for people. And then I go back and I check the kitchen, make sure that they're putting everything back where they should. Yeah. So Uh, I have a lot of... A lot of tasks. I'll let you know how it works out. I forgot to tell you, the most important thing when you're doing this task, open all your doors and drawers, take pictures. Then when you reorganize your kitchen, you can look at the before and after. That gives you great satisfaction. And also, you can look at the pictures and say, oh, yeah, I have that. I have this. Mentally say, I can put this over here, put this over there. So that works very well. So. Awesome. Good. Well, I gave you a lot of hints. 
I will be checking on your kitchen in a few weeks. I hope everybody enjoyed today's show. And please subscribe on the platform that you're using to listen to these podcasts. And don't forget to share them with your friends. If you want to learn more about me, go to nancyhugo.com. And if you have any questions about organizing your kitchen, well, send an email to nancy at nancyhugo.com. So in the meantime, stay safe. Enjoy your reorganization of your kitchen. Don't forget to purge and have a great day. Thank you. Thank you.